Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Lone Star State showdown between the Rangers and the Astros. The Strohs honoring Nori Aoki for his 2,000th career hit. He is indeed the new sheriff in town. Hugh Darvish squares off with Joe Musgrove as Musgrove faces Rubenet Odor in the top of the second with a man aboard and two men away. 2-2. And that's hit pretty well out on the left center field. Aoki racing over, won't get there. That splits the gap and one hops the wall. Lucroy around third, he will score. Odor, he's trying for third. The throw to third by Correa on the relay, not nearly in time. It's an RBI triple for Rupnet Odor and a 1-0 Rangers lead. In the last couple days, we've seen a lot of two-out, two-strike hits against the opponents. Odor got a, an off-speed pitch out over the plate. Something he could handle, and he went the other way with it. Open stance from the left side for Gallo. 1-1. And that's hit pretty well to right. Reddick is going back at the wall. He leaps and it's off the wall. Odor scores. Gallo tearing around second. He's on his way to third as Springer gets it back in. That's back-to-back RBI triples for the Rangers, and they lead it two to nothing. Reddick leaving at the fence, and now trying to score the throw to the plate, and he's out. Ball got away. Ball wound up at the plate. As the ball went to the backstop, Musgrove throwing to McCann to get the out at home. Darvish long set. Here's a 2-2. And Bregman lifts this one in the shallow left field. Racing in Mazzara, and it bounces in front of him. Beltron scores, an RBI single for Bregman. And the Astros are on the board. It's 2-1 Rangers. Astros first hit dropped just in front of Mazzara. A brutal jump by Mazzara. A late start on a pretty big swing by Bregman, but it caught off the end of his bat and fooled Mazzara. Tough way for Darvish to give up his first hit, but a big break for the Astros with two outs. Awkward looking bent leg slide by Mazzara going after that baseball coming in and unable to come up with it. Diaz works from the first base side of the rubber. Leg kick and the pitch. And Mazzara drills this one pretty deep to center. Springer is going back, looking up, and that is gone. Off the batter's eye, a three-run home run to straightaway center for Nomar Mazzara. And the Rangers' lead grows. It is now 6-1, to one, Mazzara's eighth of the year. Well, he's had RBIs in six straight games now. He's been one of their hotter hitters. The Rangers break it open late and go on for the 6-1 win. Hugh Darvish snaps an eight-start winless kid against the Strohs. He defeats them for the first time since August of 2013. But Elvis Andrews went 0 for 3. That snaps his hitting streak at 15 games, which had been the longest active streak in the major leagues. 
The Astros have spent the majority of the big league season riding atop the standings, but they have hit a bit of a skid lately as they fell to the Rangers on Monday by a 6-1 final. Here is Houston skipper A.J. Hinch commenting on the loss. Uh, you know, we, we had a hard time with Darvish. He was um, very much doing, you know, you Darvish things. I mean, I think his breaking ball today was better than we've seen. He used it often. Uh, his movement on his pitches was was better. He didn't have quite the power stuff that we've seen before out of him, but um, he hovered around the strike zone enough. He made big pitches mostly with his breaking ball when he needed to. And so, I, you know, we, we didn't do a ton. We drew a couple walks and, and couldn't really – couldn't mount any pressure against him and, and, and he couldn't handle his breaking ball very well. What's that? Uh, he was good. Uh, you know, I think the, 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 the two runs in the second inning obviously, you know, came with two outs. Um, so there's some pitches in there. But we were very, very cautious with his pitch count. Obviously, 75 was as high as we wanted to go. So I, I went out to get him. But um, he was a little bit stronger than, than I think even we expected. Uh, with his stuff, he was pretty sharp with his command. He uh, he battled. He went. You know, we were hoping for five and and seventy five, and we got to you know right before that. So it was just good to see him on the mound, and I, and I think he handled himself well. And and like I said, was a little sharper than than I expected after a couple of weeks off. Redick, uh, you know, he came in after hitting the fence uh, and and complained of a of a small headache. Um, so he was evaluated and, and has a small concussion. Um, we sent him home. He's, he's going to rest, and we're going to reevaluate him tomorrow. It's not something that immediately uh, puts him on the, the concussion DL. It's something that we're going we're gonna to take day to day. Uh, like I said, it is mild, but when he had any symptoms whatsoever, obviously we're going we're gonna to take him out and, and take care of him. But, um, you know, it, it obviously happened in the, in the collision with the fence. So it was one challenge uh, that that was applied. Um, when the ball hits close to the to the to the top of the fence, that's essentially a free challenge. That's a crew chief home run, fair foul, a boundary call is is crew chief can go to the can go to the uh, to the um, uh, to New York. And during the during the middle of it, I think they got confused as to whether they were also challenging the play at the plate, which was bang bang. So. When they took the headset off, went to Bannister, uh, the way it was explained to me is they asked him if he was challenging the play at the plate, and they didn't. Um, and so once the boundary call was shown that it was a, a non-home run, um, the play was over. When they came over to me, I was wondering why it wasn't a challenge when they motioned at home that they made two calls. They made a safe call on the boundary call and an out call at home. So I was wanting to know if if they had lost their challenge. So. Um, the umpire told me that, there, that, that, that the signal was a little bit off because it was really just about the boundary. And, and once the boundary was, uh, was determined that it was in play, then, then you know, the play's over and the play was completed as called. He does. No, he does. Just like, just like any time you're diagnosed with a concussion, whether you're um, – it doesn't mean you have to go on the DL. I think there are, there are you know, ranging degrees of – uh, of moves that you would make when someone goes through this, but um, either way, you're going to go through and, and, and be evaluated uh, with a concussion and what we need to do to get him back on the field. The Astros send Brad Peacock to the mound on Tuesday. He'll be opposed by Nick Martinez. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 